Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Senapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I'm drinking Earl Grey tea, of course, with cream and sugar, and um, some crackers that are like a new cheddar crispy something. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, let's get real. Well, this week has been a week of ups and downs. Um, all over the nation and in my life, very up and down. And I've been thinking about um, sharing with you my thoughts on Martha. I know you're like, who is Martha? (laughs) We always hear Mary and Martha. And honestly, until I wrote my book, I never really knew the difference between Mary or Martha. I knew one got in trouble and one didn't. And, you know, those kind of pieces. So let me tell you a little bit about the story for those who may not know the story. So it's a short little passage tucked away in the New Testament. And Jesus is visiting their home. And he said, visiting the home of Martha. And Martha and Mary are both there. And Mary is sitting and listening to Jesus and just kind of soaking him up. And Martha is getting everything prepared. She is... The hostess with the mostess, um, as I like to say. (laughs) She is getting everything prepared and goes to Jesus and says, could you please make my sister work? Because I have a lot to do for this dinner and I would really appreciate some help. And Jesus rebukes her and says, Mary is the one that's doing the right thing. Come and sit because I will last forever if you listen to me. So anyway, I have heard this story since I was a little kid. Um, maybe this is your first time hearing it. And I've always struggled because I am very Martha. That is something (laughs) I have embraced. I like to be busy. I like to have something to do. In fact, I have a real anxiety that I've shared a little bit here about having people over to my home. It is something my husband has always wanted. He's always wanted to have people over. He likes to entertain. I actually really love entertaining once it starts, but the anxiety before it happens causes me to not entertain. (laughs) Causes me to not be the person that has a super open home. Our home is clean. That's the funny part. You know, I was not a clean teenager. I remember my dad making jokes about putting hooks on the floor so it looked like at least I tried to clean. Um, (laughs) And I remember the first time Kevin came and saw my bedroom in the way it really was and not cleaned up before he got there. And he did not run away. He maybe should have, because I'm not, neatness is not something that I'm super prone to. (laughs) It is something that I've learned to do. So, you know, now we make our bed every morning because that's really important to Kevin and not really to me because I kind of find it's pointless, but that's just me because I don't like maintenance, remember? (laughs) So, I really started getting anxiety as we started entertaining people and I realized how inferior I am at different things. Like when it comes to dusting, I have seen uh, on social media, I dusted once, it came back, I'm never falling for that again, right? Just not falling for that because dusting is something you have to do all the time and it seems a little ridiculous. Layer dust never hurt anyone. So when I want to invite someone to our home, I have a real hard time letting go of having a perfect house and having everything in place. I have been prone to um, be scrubbing the walls before someone comes to our house, which is kind of crazy because there's really nothing else to clean. 
Because <laughs> the house is picked up, you know, but it's, I just get a little like, ooh, what do the light switches look like? You know, are those clean enough for someone to come to my home? What if I'm not serving the right food? You know, what if they're allergic to something? I kind of get up in my head. And so it's really caused um, us to not have people at our home. Even my in-laws and my mother and sister and brother are not here very often. I just do not. I have too much anxiety, which is so sad because we love to have people. We really do enjoy them once they're here. <laughs> And I've always wanted to be the mom that had all of my daughter's friends over and be like the house they could hang out at. And my husband had that as a kid and we all hung out at his house. They had sodas and little Debbie's and that is where we went every, you know, after school or every weekend we'd go and hang out at their home. And I've always wanted that for my home. And I really need to kind of move past this and allow teenagers to be in my house. That's maybe the scariest thing I've ever said on the air. Anyway, <laughs> so when I think about Martha, I have a lot of sympathy for her because she really wanted everything to be perfect. She wanted to make sure that Jesus was experiencing a great meal and that he was comfortable and that everything was put in place. I get that. That is really what you want as a hostess. You want your guests to be super comfortable. And then you start thinking about when you go to someone's house. I am never looking at their light switches. Um, <laughs> trust me, that's not what I'm doing. I never look at how clean it is. In fact, I will never forget that I went to a good friend's house and she opened up a bag of chips and put it on the table. And I was like, that's it. I'm home. First of all, chips. Yes, I'm there. I don't need chocolate. Give me something salty. <laughs> but she just she didn't put it in a bag. I mean, in a bowl, she just put it on in a bag of chips on the table. And I thought this lady can be my best friend. You know, I enjoyed the comfort of that. And so when you hear Jesus rebuking and saying, hey, Martha, come and spend time with me. He's saying, I am fine. I don't need things to be perfect. I don't need my meal to be perfect. I just want to spend time with you. And I want you to come as you are. And I know that is super hard for me. I know that obviously I've already shared a little bit. It's super hard for me to expect that people are going to accept me for who I am. Accept me for my flaws and my um, giggles and my really weird haircuts and my all black outfits. <laughs> you know, to expect someone to ex to accept me for not being perfect is a really hard thing to do. You're always putting your best foot forward. And that's what Martha was doing. She was trying to make Jesus feel like he was as special as he was to her. But I really think the moral of this story, for me personally, is I need to allow people to see my flaws, and especially God. I really need to understand that he just wants to spend time with me. He doesn't expect a perfect prayer. He doesn't expect a perfect person. He doesn't expect me to have everything together. He just wants to spend time with me. He just wanted Martha to come and be with him. He was like, I don't care what the meal's like. We can have SpaghettiOs today and that's good enough. So why are we trying to make a perfect meal and a perfect everything before we allow someone or Jesus into our lives? I'm not sure. Because when you read the Bible, Jesus spends time with people that are not equal to him. 
And I so often feel inferior to everyone around me. I'm sure that maybe you have a great self-esteem and I really hope you do, but I don't. I always feel like I'm a step below everybody. When We're about to go into a pastor's and wives big event and I know that I'm going to feel like they work harder, they have everything together, and they really, those pastor's wives, like when you meet them, they are amazing, amazing people. They've got hearts of gold and I feel like a slug. <laughs> I do. And I know that Jesus loves me as much as he loves that perfect pastor's wife or that perfect anybody. And so I want you to remember today that when we talk about Mary and Martha, and when you read that small little passage in scripture, don't look at it like, oh, she shouldn't have been working so hard. Or, you know, I've always, because my sister is so casual and she's just really relaxed. I might even share a picture on Real Life with Jenny of we were taking family photos many years ago and we're all sitting, my brother and my sister and I are standing at a bench. And the, and the picture is of my sister sitting there with her arms looking up in the air, kind of like she's looking at a butterfly, and I am telling my brother what to do. It is a perfect example of how I have to always have things in control, and my sister's very merry. She's just in the moment and just enjoying life and looking at the butterflies, and I'm telling the butterflies where to go. <laughs> like, hey, you, over here, now do this, do this. And when we look at Jesus's real heart in this story, Jesus is just saying, I don't need you to be perfect. I don't need the perfect Jenny. I just want the Jenny who will spend time with me. So that's all I have for today. Let's remember that perfection is really our enemy. And that is a hard thing for me to remember on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> But it is our enemy. We are never going to be good enough. There's always going to be someone better, prettier, smarter, quicker, everything. A better cook. Oh my, even better cooks are out there. Um, it's There's always going to be someone better than you. But God wants you for who you are because he's made you gifted and he's made you talented and he loves you for who you are. And just like Martha, he is saying, I want to spend time with you. Well, you can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to share that picture of my siblings. <laughs> so you can see what I mean. <laughs> um, and you can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my information is there. Would you share and follow and review and all those kind of fun things on whatever your... Um, podcasting listening device is I don't know see I'm so professional it's great isn't it <laughs> I just pray that you all have a non-perfect week and that you can see that Jesus just wants to be with you have a great day